the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's Welcome to another week of the Andrea K Show. It is Monday. Oh my! And Didi, my favorite day of the week, because after a couple days of chilling in the amazing San Diego weather, our humidity was down a little bit this weekend. It was absolutely glorious yesterday afternoon. After recharging my little batteries, so to speak, I'm able to come back in and just enjoy this time with you guys 6 to 8 p.m. every night of the week here on The Answer San Diego. Hey, stay tuned. I will be making some announcements in the coming days on when we will be bringing you an on-camera version. Had to 86. That Facebook Live just wasn't happening. They were doing everything they could all day, every day to kind of mess with me there. So we're going to reboot. The on-camera. In the meantime, keep listening on TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Keep listening in your car. Keep listening on all the cool apps or even on my podcast, which you can find everywhere from TheAnswerSanDiego.com or as well as Spreaker, just all the places where you might get your down, d- download a podcast. You can always call in the show. We are live right now, babies. 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. As my gr- my grandma would say, 1170. That's 888-344-1170. And you can email me at andreakshow.com. Even got a couple emails to read to y'all tonight. Before I go any further, though, with the hot topics of the day, because Trump has made an announcement, not the one people were thinking they were going to hear from him this week, but he made a big one. Uh, it was huge today. And we're going to talk about that in the other topics of tonight, like which FBI agent, top FBI official was shown the dough on Friday and why. We've got those topics and more on tonight's Andrea K. Show. Before I go any further, got to bring in my brother. It's DJ Potato Skins. Andrea, potato skins are huge. They're going to be a sensation that's going to be all about eating them mm-hmm. every single day. With yeah, big. yeah, with, with lots of toppings, additional toppings, more toppings you get anywhere, more right? More toppings, more winning. The 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 best the best potato skins anywhere legendary Make huge potato skins great again <laughs> just like Trump maybe that maybe that's going to be a new dish at Trump Tower kind of like his taco bowls right the best taco bowls anywhere yeah 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 maybe he's gonna maybe he's gonna start put, putting on a new menu item called the skins um, next hour I might address a little bit about what's going on with the San Diego State gang rape case rape lawsuit that has just kind of blown up if you guys know about it give me a call later and share some details because we have not really been you know we tend to focus more on the national stories here on uh the the answer san diego as well as my show 
But we do want to, to pay attention to huge stories that affect us locally, because so goes California, right? Particularly if it involves pop culture. So definitely, if you are in San Diego, or even if you're not, and you've been up on this lawsuit, we're going to open up the phones a little bit later for that topic. So definitely call in then. But so Trump makes this big announcement today. Here is what he said. And actually, the first time I heard about this had tipped to my man's skins because I hadn't even heard about this before he gave me a heads up. I had a super busy morning. Next thing I know, he sends me this that Trump has made this announcement. Um, We would play the audio clip for you, but he didn't do it via press conference. He actually did it via Truth Social, which is a little bit disappointing because not everybody has Truth Social, man. Y'all need to get an Android app going so everybody can follow him there. But he also maybe could have done this via press conference. I think if he would have done press conference, it it would have been... Use one of his lines, it would have been huge. Absolutely, because the reasons for him to say this are not getting through to the average American, and they need to know this. We had a poll that came out that I reported on the show last Friday. I don't remember now because it's been two days of sunshine. I don't remember the exact number, but I remember it was somewhere around 79% of respondents to this shock poll said that they thought that Trump would have won the election in 2020 if the voters had known about the Hunter Biden laptop story. That was a poll that came out Friday. And why? Based on, and, and that poll was in conjunction with it with an admission made by Mark Zuckerberg. In fact, let's go ahead and play that clip, Skins, from Friday. It was Joe Rogan did an interview with Zuckerberg. And as somebody pointed out today, one of the things, I'm not a fan of Rogan. Conservatives need to stop thinking that he's a conservative. It was a clip from Friday, Skins. We'll see if we, if he doesn't have it handy, we'll, we'll, you know, pull it up maybe during the break. Um, but Joe, one of the things that Joe Rogan, as somebody pointed out, it, one of his best abilities is he's kind of like, who remembers the old Barbara Walters, Baba Wawa interviews when, you know, she could, you know, somehow ease these big celebrities into revealing secrets to her and telling her stuff that they wouldn't normally, you know, reveal, right? Like making, you know, a, a, he's got, we used to say in sales that the ability to get inside somebody's head and crawl around, right? Uh, and, and that's one of his skills. He is not a conservative by any means, but he actually got Mark Zuckerberg to admit that Facebook has been allowing the FBI to control content. And that's what happened with the Hunter Biden laptop story. Here's Joe Rogan talking to Zuckerberg. How do you guys handle things when they're a a big news item that's controversial? Like there was a lot of attention on Twitter during the election because of the Hunter Biden laptop story. The New York Post. Yeah, so you guys censored that as well? So we took a different path than Twitter. Um, I mean, basically, the background here is the FBI, I think, basically came to us, uh, some, some folks on our team, and was like, hey, um, just so you know, like, you should be on high alert. There was the, we, we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of, of, um, uh, that's similar to that. So just be vigilant. And then he went on to explain that for a period of uh, five to seven days, they manipulated their algorithms to suppress 
the story and keep it from people. So, you know, and it, 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 Rogan, what he did there was almost like if you've ever watched Dateline NBC or 48 Hours Mysteries or uh, any of these really good detective shows, um, true crime documentary style shows. What he did was he almost used a detective type of technique to make a subject think that he's on their side or that, you know, he, he's cozying up to them. And he's like, so, so, so tell me what happened here. Right. So you got this information and then what happened? Very low key, very buddy, buddy, right? Good. You know, of course, there's no bad cop in these Joe Rogan interviews. He never he never does the bad cop routine, but he gets him to admit that they suppressed it. Zuckerberg goes on to basically say, well, we didn't do like or says we didn't do it like Twitter. We didn't completely ban it. You know, Um, we just made it almost impossible for anybody to see like he's the hero, right? Like he's not controlling minds and controlling elections based upon orders by the FBI. Let that sink in. The FBI goes to big tech and tells them under a lie that it's Russian disinformation and they all knew it was a lie. Control that information and kept it away in order to control the outcome of the elections. And let me tell you, that doesn't mean that the fraud that we've talked about here didn't happen. It doesn't mean that there was not 2,000 mules stuffing ballot boxes with crappy mail-in ballots. It doesn't mean that there wasn't state legislatures like Pennsylvania rewriting election law that threw the election. It doesn't mean that we didn't have areas like the Wisconsin uh, Elections Commission rewriting election law when only the state legislatures are allowed to do so. It doesn't mean that in Georgia, Stacey Abrams in Georgia, Governor Brian Kemp didn't cook up backroom deals to sway the absentee ballot returns in favor of Joe Biden. But let me tell you, this affected the outcome of the election. In fact, it might have been more, it might have had a greater effect than the fraud. It could be, Skins, that there is so many people that that say they would not have voted for him that it would have been enough to overcome all that fraud. It's entirely possible. So Donald Trump had every right to come out today and say on Truth Social, let me quote him right, he said, so now it comes out conclusively that the FBI buried the Hunter Biden laptop story before the election, knowing that if they didn't, Trump would have easily won the 2020 presidential election. He goes on to say this is massive fraud and election interference at a level never seen before in this country. He added that the remedy would be declare the rightful winner or this would be the minimum solution. Declare the 2020 election irreparably compromised and have a new election immediately. Um, from a realistic standpoint, that's not going to happen because that is not the mechanism that we have in the U.S. Constitution. In fact, I don't think we have any kind of mechanism in the U.S. Constitution. We had an opportunity. We had a mechanism that was in place that could have happened. We could have not certified the electors. It could have gone back to the states. Right. But that wouldn't have addressed this FBI situation. That would have addressed everything that I just laid out for you that happened at the state levels across the country. But when we have the FBI and the U.S. government blatantly interfering in election interfering, and not just the U.S. government, but we, but what I wish Trump had done 
is I wish Trump had, had scheduled a press conference, gone and held a press conference in which he not just said that, but actually detailed this, and he could have done it in just a few minutes, detailed this as part of a wide-ranging election fraud, electioneering effort on the part of the FBI and the DOJ beginning from the time he came down the escalators and laying it out, including Crossfire Hurricane, the then insurance policy that Peter Strzok uh, Crossfire Hurricane, of course, was the George Papadopoulos and planting, you know, spies and in the Trump campaign, lying to the FISA courts in order to continue to illegally spy and Carter Page and all that. Then uh, P- with Peter Strzok promising his girlfriend that Trump would not be elected, he would make it into the White House. And then Peter Strzok and his insurance policy that he set up, which was the special prosecutor situation. Then even talk about the Ukrainian whistleblower impeachment hoax that was all a part of this as well because the fbi if you look at what's going on with mar-a-lago now they're saying it's a national security situation involving classified information that was also a part of the ukrainian whistleblower impeachment hoax this is a part of the january 6 impeachment hoax which is and it's also same thing that's going on now with this mar-a-lago raid the fbi has up until 2020, done everything they could to affect the outcome of the election and or remove him from office while he was in election. And then in 2020, they stole the election from Donald Trump. He could and he could have made and, and, and at no point would he even have to mention any of the other means of fraud that took place in the country. Um, but you had a different take. You think he should have maybe done that press. Uh, at what point do you think he should have also included that he's running for president? Skins. Well, I think he should have come out to uh, step one. He should have come out with what he did on Truth Social today, and that should have been in front of the microphones to the American people. He full well knows that both of those options that he is asking for are not going to happen. Give it some time to, to burn, let it sink in with people, and then next week, end of the week, you announce you're running for president because neither one of those options was taken seriously. Yeah. Uh, Arthur Matt Taibbi, who's hardly a conservative, said, this isn't about left versus right media. It's about the FBI policing speech in the middle of an election violates the first principles of our society in a major way. Uh, According to NBC, in a statement Friday night, the FBI said it has provided companies with foreign threat indicators to help protect their platforms and customers, but that it cannot ask or direct companies to take action on information received. This is such crap. In fact, the White House specifically went to Twitter to have them banned Alex Berenson to keep him from talking about the truth about these shots and COVID. They're absolutely going the Facebook was under investigation as a part of the Russian collusion hoax for putting out to some Russian disinformation. They've been under threat of having of removing their 230 protections. But they but but by the way, Facebook and Twitter that are run by these Marxist communists don't have to be told they're in on it. They just have to be given the excuse by their handlers, which is what went on here. They rigged this 2020 election against Trump. Tom DeBacaro was correct in his in his Fox op-ed. He's the only one that's actually come out and said the FBI at this point is functioning only to control the outcome of the elections on behalf of the Democrat Party through the use of their law enforcement agencies and the and the power of criminalizing politics. And that's what's going on in this country. And let me tell you, this is not a left or a right. And this is actually bigger than Trump being uh, considered the rightful ele- uh, winner in 2020. Or being allowed to run again. 
You lefties are too stupid and moronic to understand how much you are all going to be a part of those who suffer with a weaponized FBI, a weaponized U.S. government, because the purpose of them weaponizing this is to control the outcome of the elections. And why? So that they can complete the transformation of us from a constitutional republic, one of which is a communistic centralized system of power with complete control over your lives. You think you if you if you are a small business owner who had it snatched away from you under the phony guise of covid in 2020, you hadn't felt anything yet. Just wait. Just wait for what they have in store for you, useful idiots. I'm going to take a break. Cool down. We're going to continue this discussion with some updates on what some are predicting. Will there be riots in the street? Lindsey Graham thinks there will if Trump is indicted. Do you? 888-344-1170. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. One of the big narratives being pushed today um, about Trump is he's the, the statement that he made on True Social, they're saying is uh, there's all kinds of narratives being pushed that um, he's calling for. It's, it's, a, it's another incitement. Uh, to violence um so they're predicting rallying the troops for a civil war exactly um there are you know many MAGA people that are you know um that have been predicting a civil war for a while having nothing at all to do with what trump had to say today i think that predicting there's riots in that narrative today is about a reverse psychology game because what what was the weaponizing and the criminalizing of January 6th all about? Why did they need FBI and Ray Epps to go and infiltrate and get people pumped up and try to tell people to go to go in the Capitol? Because they wanted to criminalize free speech. They wanted to criminalize freedom of protest. And they wanted to make it seem as though anytime any MAGA got together to exercise their right to assemble, oh, it's a bunch of domestic violence extremists, right? That's why in continuing with our FBI, Trump saying FBI is controlling the outcome of elections, rigging elections, they're rigging it in a variety of ways, not just controlling stories, suppressing that in, in big tech and social media, but also through criminalizing um, their their uh, counterterrorism unit that's criminalizing anybody who shares the thought, the ideas and the ideology behind MAGA, which is America first. So they're wanting to chill and suppress us taking to the streets and protesting and rallying, which, of course, we need to do peacefully. Um, do you think that there will be riots? 888-344-1170. Here's what um, Lindsey Graham-nesty Graham had to say today. Skins, please play clip two. We now have whistleblowers at the FBI telling Senator Grassley that they were told to slow down and back off Hunter Biden. And I'll say this. If there's a prosecution of Donald Trump for mishandling classified information after the Clinton debacle, which you presided over and did a hell of a good job, there'll be riots in the streets. Well, he's absolutely got a point that we are fed up because we we are... um, We've known now, actually, it, well, he's right in the, in the sense about the Hunter Biden laptop story, but what he should have done is gone farther. He should have said, we, we are fed up with the two sets of laws in this country, one for the Democrats 
and the and MAGA, one for the elites and one for the peasants. But it's not even this goes back way further than Hunter Biden laptop. This goes back to 2016. People were chanting lock her up and it, for a reason. And it was not just about Hillary Clinton. It, at that point, we had two sets of laws in this country and we knew it. Right. We knew at that point in, 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 in 2016 that we had two sets of laws, not just in this before MAGA. Um, we knew, for example, with Hillary Clinton, we knew um, that Christian Saucier had six photos in his phone. And yet he was ripped away from his what is from his family while she was able to able to walk. But there were other examples at the time. Right. We knew uh, when it came to tax evasion. Right. We knew that there were Americans being thrown in jail for violations of taxes when we had Al Sharpton and every other, you know, all these other Democrats had never paid a tax bill and didn't have to pay their taxes. Right. I think at the time going back to I I don't remember what year it was when John Kerry was busted for registering his yacht in a different area of the country, I think it was in Baltimore area, so he could get a deal on his taxes. So the the two sets of laws, the reason why, if we're going to take to the streets, it's not just because of Hunter Biden laptop, it's because it's all part of a long-standing pattern that's only getting worse. It's only gotten worse. The man that we elected to go in there to drain the swamp, which was what part of the reason for the drain the swamp hashtag and chant, was because of two sets of laws. We knew what the deep state was doing. We knew how they were covering up the crimes of the left, yet going after Republicans. We knew that if Republicans so much as looked at somebody wrong, they were forced out of office. But you could have somebody in, who proudly sends in a picture of himself in blackface or a hood, you know, and he gets to he gets to stay in office. So this goes way beyond the Hunter Biden. But I, I but I don't like the Gramnesty is pushing out if two things here that he's pushing out that helps the left. He's pushing out that if Trump gets prose- prosecuted for mishandling classified information, Lindsey Graham is a former federal prosecutor. He knows that Donald Trump has every right to dig de- and has the power unlike and he actually knows that he shouldn't even be he shouldn't even be comparing Trump to Hillary Clinton because Hillary Clinton did not have the power in her position to declassify any document so she had no she had no power in her position to not only declassify but to, to transport classified documents in any way in which she chose and that she violated the Espionage Act unlike Donald Trump who was commander in chief cannot violate the Espionage Act because he is the commander-in-chief and has the right to declassify anything. That's just one point. So I'm disappointed because, to me, this is Lindsey Graham trying to pretend like he's supporting MAGA when he's in, doing an end-around, pushing out false narratives. Did I explain that, Wellskins? You did. And I don't think that... the and, and we have to be careful because I do think that we need to be taking to the streets. We should have already taken to the streets. In fact... We should have never, we should have taken to the streets and pushed back against this COVID crap long ago. We should have all gotten together and, you know, hundreds of us at a time and peacefully gone into a grocery store without a mask on as in a way as I don't care if you called us 300 Karens or not and all gone through the self checkout without a mask and said, what are you going to do about it? Right. We need to be, we need to be peacefully exercising civil disobedience, obedience, there, there was no laws on the books that required us to honor those mask mandates, for example. We should have already been taken to the streets, peacefully protesting. 
We should already be around D.C. peacefully protesting the fact that Americans are in jail, denied bail for protesting peacefully and civilly. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue this conversation. And I want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Do you think that there will be riots in the streets? 888-344-1170. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show's all talk about riots today, which I think was just... There's a variety of different reasons why the left and even Lindsey Graham might be pushing out that, oh, there, you know, there's there's going to be riots in the streets if Trump, you know, gets indicted or if Trump, uh, you know, you know, doesn't, you know, something doesn't happen that that these crazy MAGA people want. And I think it's about continuing to, to push the false narrative that MAGA are a bunch of domestic violence extremists. And there's factions within the Republican Party as well as the left that want to get rid of MAGA. And I think that's what it's about. But I got a couple of callers who may not agree with me. I'm not sure. Brian is on the line. He wants to talk about Lindsey Graham. Hello, Brian. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hey, it's a pleasure to be on your show. First of all, your show is great. I'm so excited to listen to it when I get to every day, when I can. Anyway, anything that comes out of that swamp piece of garbage, Lindsey Gramnesty, we can't listen to a thing he says. That guy is such a piece of swamp dweller. I mean, he, I can't, I, when he comes on Fox, I can't even watch Fox. I watch Fox sometimes, you know. And I can't even stand seeing him on when, when Sean has him on his show or he's on a show like this yesterday, this morning. It drives me bananas. I just can't see. The, I can't even stand seeing the guy. When, when are they going to get rid of him? Can we please get rid of that guy already? He is horrible. Yeah, and in fact, I think this the, he's, his comments here were uh, were in response to Trey Gowdy, who Fox hired, and Trey Gowdy. Um, one of the reasons why Trump resonated so well um, to the American people and why they started chanting "Drain the swamp" and lock her up is his response of Trey Gowdy, because Trey Gowdy was great. So many people thought he was really good on behalf of conservatives because he would have these, you know, tough sound bites against the Democrats, and it was all show and no go. He was all bark and no bite. It was Trey Gowdy himself who coordinated and negotiated with Hillary Clinton behind the scenes to minimize how many Benghazi hearings there would be. So as according to Trey Gowdy's own admission was to uh, minimize any effect on the midterm elections. Oh, excuse me, Brian. I thought the point of these hearings was supposed to be to get the truth to the American people so that they would have some information they needed when they went to the polls. So it was just, you know, it was just an example of. So what we had here in this exchange was Trey Gowdy setting up Lindsey Graham to sound like, you know, he's another tough guy, another soundbite that's supposed to be meaningful to MAGA when it's just a game they're running on us. These never-Trumper establishment hacks never want to hold anybody accountable because all they really want to do is keep us rubes stupid and keeping them in power. So, Brian, thank you for calling. I hope you'll call back soon. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. All right. Now we're going to go to Jack. He's on the line. He wants to talk about why we're not why we're not rallying and protesting in the streets. Hello, Jack. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Well, first of all, there's not going to be any riots. Okay. And I say that because uh, we're not even protesting peacefully in front of the homes of Merrick Garland and Christopher Ray. I'd like somebody to explain to me why we can't even do what the Democrats do. Uh, it's amazing to me. 
so there's not if we can't do that, there's not going to be any riots. And That's a good point. Here's another thing to think about. Mm-hmm. All these talk show hosts on TV, they all run from the word violence. You know, violence is a part of our history. You wouldn't have the United States of America without violence. Sometimes it's necessary. You wouldn't have the Revolutionary War. You wouldn't have had the Civil War, World War One, World War Two. If you look at a lot of the achievements to keep this country together, it was not only the use of violence, it was extreme violence. I well, mean, you got a point, because it's it's like the new V word, right? Exactly. It's a new cuss word. Oh, my gosh, we, we can't have any violence. I have a request of you. Yes. I'm sure you have a lot of people just tuning in. I've been listening for about 20 minutes. I'm unclear about what Trump said on True Social. It sounded like there was... Two different things. Could you please go over what he said on True Social today? Sure. Um, it was a statement. What he's, hey, hang on just a second. I, I, I have such a cluttered studio that usually when I move on from something, i got to move the, the paper out of the way or then I'm just buried. Um, what he said today, and I quote, he said, so now it comes out conclusively that the FBI buried the Hunter Biden laptop story before the election, knowing that if they didn't, Trump would have easily won the 2020 presidential election. He went on to say this is massive fraud and election interference at a level never before seen in our country. He added that remedy declare the rightful winner or this would be the minimum solution. Declare the 2020 election irreparably compromised and have a new election immediately. So that's what that's was was Trump's statement today. I wish he had done it in a press conference because not everybody has uh, Truth Social, and I think that it would have been incredibly effective had he taken to the microphones. What do you think? Well, you know, I was just talking to my wife about that. Is I said, you know, it's been weeks since uh, Trump's had a rally or done a, a personal interview. He's sending his surrogates out there, right? His children, uh, Laura Trump. And um, I, I think, you know, it's time for him to surface. I don't know if his attorneys have said, you be careful what you say. But, um, yeah, I, I think, I, I don't know what, I mean, let me ask you, why do you think that he really has been keeping a low profile? And also ask you this, to my knowledge, uh, the Trumps have not gone back to Mar-a-Lago to live. Um, I'm not sure about whether or not they've gone back there. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't. And that's, um, I mean, their home was defiled. Um, I, if I was Trump, I would think that, that one of the th- reasons why they asked to have the camera shut off was because they wanted to plant listening devices in my home. Exactly. That is not hyperbolic. That is not, you know, conspiracy theorists. He said, go, he said in 2017 that he had been bugged. And he was called, they literally wanted to invoke the 25th Amendment saying he was insane. And what did we find out recently? And nothing was done about it, that Hillary Clinton's operatives, Mark Elias and beyond, had hired some people out of Georgia that literally were listening to him in the Oval Office and at Trump Tower in his home. So, you know, I I think that he is getting a lot of advice from a lot of people about what he shouldn't do, what he shouldn't do. It's probably like shock and awe. So is that your opinion uh, that he has not gone back to Mar-a-Lago yet? I don't know if he has or hadn't, but I'm saying if it were me, I wouldn't because I would feel as though my home was defiled and I would not. You know, you're speaking as um, a woman and I'm thinking his wife probably definitely doesn't want to go back there. 
In fact, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if she takes Barron and just say, hey, we're just going to split for a while because it's getting, I didn't sign up for all this. Well, look, this is, um, I can't imagine. I've been involved in some legal stuff and it's incredibly stressful and incredibly taxing. Anybody that's been involved in, in legal stuff, knows that it's one of the worst things you can go through. And I've never been involved in anything criminal beyond fighting a speeding ticket that I got on the Huey P. Long by some little Barney Fife on a, on a you know, on a motorcycle. Um, so I, I can't, and, and this has been uh, six years since 2016, I think is when he became aware of the, it, the spying on and surveillance going on against his campaign. Uh, yet he continues. Anybody else, and this is why I think they hate him so much, Jack, because I think anybody else long, I, I probably wouldn't have made it through 2017, would have quit office at that point. And yet he continues. I don't know how Melania and, and Baron Trump have continued, knowing that the full United States government, its entire top law enforcement agency, the Department of Justice, is digging and digging and literally digging into your drawers, looking for something that they can use to to prosecute you and throw you into jail. If I was Melania, I'd be, I'd be in the mall and I'd be like at Seneva Fushi, Seneva Johnny, my two favorite resorts. And I'd be like, you call me in a year or two when it's over, my man. I think you and I think out. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I got to leave it here, my man, Jack. Thank you for calling in. Appreciate you. Oh, thank you so much. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that these people are incredibly, incredibly tough. And so it's hard for me. I have to I have to mitigate a little bit, hedge against some of my criticisms, because, man, I don't know anybody who is as strong as Donald Trump in the face of this. And I do think that um, I heard today that Clay Travis was talking about how he keeps a track of betting that's going on. I never do because I'm not a gambler. I'll buy a big Mega Millions ticket and forget and I even bother to check the numbers. Um, but apparently, you know, that d- d- people put money down, I guess, even if it's not officially betting on that, but it's a way to, I guess, predictions come about from it's kind of like a poll. It's like a gambling financial poll, right? Um, that that Trump is is has not lost any ground whatsoever. There are some people putting money down on DeSantis, but I think it's really based upon thinking Trump may be forced out at some point with an indictment. There, then, then DeSantis would be heir apparent. But I think people are digging in their heels because you have to be. Um, somebody said today, one of the lefties said it might have been Al Sharpton said today. Well, Trump wouldn't be putting up such a fuss about these documents if he wasn't guilty, right? The fact that he's got a problem with his home being, you know, ransacked shows he's, you know, guilty, right? I say the fact that he has he has continued after six years being under this kind of persecution. They haven't found one thing that they could indict him on, and yet he continues to say, "Come, come at me." Come at me. Come at me. As of right now, he's my man for 2024. Because it may take somebody who's been this level of persecuted to finally do something to end the, to end this from happening going forward. Oh, I, I've told you, for me, it would be a dream ticket if uh, DeSantis would saddle up right next to him. Yeah, because the thing is, is that one of the reasons why we've never had anybody, and even Trump himself, yeah, there were the chance of, you know, drain the swamp. Yeah, there was the chance of lock her up, which again was it was about Hillary, but also bigger picture than that. I think when he got to Washington, there were so many other issues that it was like, and, and until it, and, until he got caught up in it, and then it was too late, 
at that point, because once you're under all these official investigations, then your hands are tied to doing anything or then you're accused of obstruction of justice. I, I think until you're being victimized, you can't really appreciate what's going on. There's all these MAGA people out there right now that are not really appreciating what's being done to these January 6th people. There is somebody who's facing 80 years right now who never set foot inside the Capitol. But but half of MAGA doesn't even know or care because it didn't happen to them. So my point being before we take a break is I think that, you know, for all of my criticisms that Trump didn't do more, should have fired Comey day one. He did not go there to D.C. understanding the extent of the deep state and what and what he was facing. And because he didn't deal with it day one, then it got away from him and he couldn't. I think that because he's lived it. I think he is the person that will deal with it if he gets back in. That's my take. Oh, and the other side doesn't like that. 888-344-1170. And the other side being the Never Trumper Republican establishment as well. All right, stay tuned. What FBI agent official was given, was escorted to the door on Friday, given a boot? We'll talk about that when we come back. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Y'all heard about this. What was the, what's this movie out? Um, My Son Hunter. Yeah, um, DJ Carrotstick sent me the trailer to, to that movie. It got, th- the tra- just the trailer got three and a half million views. That's the movie the left didn't want you to see, and I got to see it. I hey, think. Does anyone want carrot sticks? Get them out of here. <laughs> um, I think it stars Gina Carano. You like Gina Carano? I She's do. one of your faves, right? And I don't know the the guy. I don't know the name of the actor that plays Hunter Biden, but it is just dead on. I cannot wait to see this movie. Um, shouldn't there shouldn't there be a, a, a um? We all know now. The cat's out of the bag, right? About um, the FBI suppressing the story. Um, the laptop is real. All the contents on the laptop is real. Can somebody explain to me why there? Uh, we why he hasn't been arrested yet? I mean, you know, uh, it goes back to those two sets of laws you were talking about. Yeah, uh, uh, in 2020, they lied and said it was Russian disinformation. We now know. I mean, everything's uh, everything's already been revealed. And yet still nothing. Yet still, it's just constant all over the airwaves about Trump and these documents that as a commander in chief, he had every right to declassify. Is there anybody out there who's dumb enough to think that Trump actually is selling selling information and nuclear nuclear codes and giving away nuclear information to foreign governments? I mean, are you that crazy? Well, the left thinks you are. Here's a conversation that took place um, from this is a, an historian who nobody's ever heard of. Uh, historian of what? I don't know. He, he probably works for ETV and the Kardashians for all we know. Michael Beschloss. Here's what what he had to say today in regards to um, the documents and what Trump might be doing with them. And we should point out, Lindsey Graham is the chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee. So he has oversight over the Justice Department, over the FBI. So his weight, his words carry a lot of weight, as well as he should be certainly concerned about the threats Stop to the right FBI. Stop right there for a second. 
just by the way, just to piggyback, what she's talking about is the Lindsey Graham comments we played earlier, where Graham is pushing out this idea that there's going to be riots in the street. So this should support the idea that he was doing it for improper reasons, in my opinion, to make Trump supporters look bad, because now MSNBC is talking about we crazy, you know, Trump supporters that are running around, you know, domestic violence extremists. Carry on. Give us an historian's perspective. Take a step back from all of us trying to cover the daily back and forth here. Uh, the bigger picture, if you if you can. Bigger picture, I would say, Andrea, is that whatever we can say about Hillary Clinton or anyone else, this is in a category all of its own. This is now on the verge of becoming a major criminal and espionage investigation of a president of the United States. We have never, ever seen anything remotely like that in American history. And we still don't, we, we know, we've got the facts. He was asked to give these highly classified documents back for months and months and months. He dragged his feet. Why did he keep them? What was his motive in taking them? Who did he share with them with? And did they damage the security of every one of our families and children? That we don't yet know, and he deserves the privilege of being presumed innocent until proven guilty. But if he did this, and particularly if keeping these documents and sharing them, or maybe even selling them, there's no evidence of that yet, but that has been suggested as a rumor, any of this stuff, if that all comes to pass, and the result of all that is that Americans get killed that didn't need to get killed, CIA agents in foreign countries, friendly people in other countries who are helping our intelligence services because of a president's at best sloppiness or at worst malign recklessness. That is something we have never seen before. And I, I, God knows, I hope we will never see it again. That's absolutely outrageous that this level of lying is being pushed out to the American people and not just lying, but pushing out the assertion that he might be selling these documents to foreign governments absolutely Trump derangement syndrome at its absolute worst. First of all, in regards to Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton broke the law. She doesn't have executive privilege. She doesn't have executive privilege. James Comey came out and laid out in excruciating detail on July 3rd, all the laws that she broke. Okay. And Trump cannot even be found guilty of those because he is the commander of chief. Second of all, Hillary Clinton, he's talking about people dying in the field. Hillary Clinton transported these uh, uh, such high level secrets that were involved with actual operations that were happening at that time. And operatives had to be yanked out of the field in Yemen. To this day, we don't know what possible terrorist attacks might have happened as a result of that that maybe could have been thwarted. But let's talk about this for a second. He goes on to say selling documents. Uh, oh, who did he share them with? And did they damage the security of every one of our families and children? Don Jr. said so perfectly today. He said um, he wanted to know which of our enemies doesn't have the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop. All about the big guy. All about the meetings that Do- that uh, Joe Biden lied. Quite frankly, I, it's it's astounding to me that the Republican Party has not filed impeachment already today over this dang Hunter Biden laptop, which laid out in excruciating details. First of all, how Joe Biden lied when he said he never had a conversation with the son about any of his business dealings. It lays out all the business meetings that took place at the White House. It laid out the corruption and the graft and 10 percent going to the big guy. 
We have the most compromised national security situation going on in the White House right now. And nothing's being done about it. Nothing. We're going to keep talking about it. Hour two of the Andrea K Show is on its way. Stay tuned. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.